All right, guys, welcome to what will be the last podcast some of you listen to from me for 2020. I hope that I was your number one podcast on your little Spotify year in review. It means a lot. Thanks for the all the support. Just kidding. Uh, but it depends upon which way you're listening to this. This might be the last podcast you listen to from me. Uh, like I said, I will have some on the last podcast. I will have some reviews for you on your AP test when we get to that point back in, in uh, April. Uh, it feels like it's forever away, but it's really not. It'll be here pretty quick. So anyways, uh, maybe not the last time you listen to a podcast of mine. Uh, try and make this one quick. The last one went really long. Okay, so we'll try and make this one not super quick, but I'll try and get through it a little bit quicker than the last one. Uh, this is the part two. This is civil liberties and civil, civil rights. And remember what we had said that there's 60 questions on your review, but there's 50 questions on your exam. So you're going to see some questions. Uh, excuse me. So you won't see every one of these things. So if um, looking at this review, if Wisconsin versus Yoder isn't on your test, it's because it didn't get pulled by E class. All right. Okay. Let's get going here. Uh, Shank versus the U.S. This was the World War One case where the guy Shank was a member of the Socialist Party. Actually, he was the leader of the Socialist Party or vice president or something. He was high up there. And uh, he was out in front of a draft office, a World War One uh, draft office for the military and protesting the, the, the draft, saying it violates the 13th Amendment and involuntary servitude. So he's out there handing out leaflets, talking to people, saying, hey, you should be doing this. And uh, he gets arrested. All right. He's arrested and charged and put in jail. Uh, and he's found guilty. Okay. He's going to appeal this saying, hey, I have freedom of speech. I'm allowed to do this. All right. And so it works its way to the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court that was going to find against Shank and say that, hey, you present a clear and present danger. Okay. Um, and that your, you know, First Amendment rights here, your freedom of speech, because of that, are, um, you know, you can't, you're still going to go to jail and you're going to pay this fine. 37, the Establishment Clause versus the Free Exercise Clause and some court cases. So the Establishment Clause, remember, there's two parts to the freedom of religion. The Establishment Clause says two things. First off, the government will not create a state-sponsored religion. So that will not be a state-sponsored religion. And then it also says they will not make rules that favor one religion over the other. Okay, the free exercise clause is how you worship. It allows you to worship how you want to within reason, as long as you're not doing illegal stuff. So what are some court cases? The required court cases for us are Ingle versus Vital. That's the establishment clause one. That's where they're having kids pray in school. Said you can't do that. Okay, establishment clause says you cannot uh, basically intertwine government and religion. And because states are, I mean not states, but because schools are kind of government funded and government sponsored, uh, making them kids pray is... Uh, violation of the establishment clause and then free exercise the required case was wisconsin versus yoder right wisconsin versus yoder this is where the amish they want to pull their kids out of school after eighth grade they weren't allowed to because of wisconsin's schooling laws whatever they were and the supreme court said hey free exercise they're gonna they can do that all right you're violating these these this law is violating their their free exercise clause part of the first amendment selective incorporation this is kind of a weird thing uh, all it means is that it basically means that the states have to apply the Bill of Rights to their laws. Right? There, there used to be a train of thought, and actually kind of still is. The states would prefer not to have to, or, and they didn't want to, uh, enforce the Bill of Rights. They said it doesn't apply to us, right? It's, that's, a, that's an agreement between the federal government and the people. That's not us and the people, because we, you know, a, lot of the, a lot of states have their own Bill of Rights. Anyways, uh, that was backed up by 1830 decision, Barron versus Baltimore. 
Now it got reversed by a 1925 decision, Gitlin versus New York. And basically all it means, selective incorporation, is that the states have to apply the Bill of Rights to their laws. You know, they have to honor them and all that kind of stuff. All right. Uh, and it'll be about, sometimes it can be by case by case basis, but for the most part, states are going to have to enforce the Bill of Rights, the Federal Bill of Rights. All right. Uh, let's see. Rights guaranteed to a person that is arrested. So, you know, this starts even kind of before you're arrested. It's the due process stuff. You have the right to lawyer, the right to remain silent, all those things. You're going to get a jury. You're going to get um, to see your witnesses. Uh, and then, you know, you can't be have get double jeopardy. Uh, and it goes all the way up to your incarceration. You, know, you have right, you have rights even after you're incarcerated. They can't just throw you in a, a dark cell and forget about you, and you you're never seen from again. All right, they can't do that kind of stuff. Uh, the exclusionary rule. This says you cannot use illegally obtained evidence against you. All right. Now, when I say illegally obtained evidence, that means that evidence that is questionable. So let's say they come into your house without a search warrant, without probable cause. And they find something and they arrest you for it. That's gonna be that's gonna be excluded. Yeah, you know, now it's gonna be up to your lawyer to get get it thrown out, but they can't use it against you. That comes from Matt versus Ohio. Supreme Court, the 14th Amendment. A lot of you did this stuff with your project because it's a, a big part of your uh, project for the Unit 5 stuff. I remember the Supreme Court, they're kind of the, the final say so. And they have uh, the 14th Amendment was created. And then it just kind of sat, it didn't get used. It, it took a while for the, the courts to really start and the people really to start to use the 14th Amendment to kind of really use it to define a citizen and to make sure that people got due process and to make sure that people got equal protection. All right. Uh, Fifth Amendment's due process versus 14th Amendment's due process. All right. Uh, Fifth Amendment's due process kind of deals with those, the rights of the accused. Okay. Um, and it's very specific for the rights of the accused. You have the right to remain silent, right to lawyer, all those sorts of things. The 14th Amendment's due process is just everything. It's all encompassing. Okay, if you're a citizen and they're going to try to take away your right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, then they have to do all this stuff. You know, and it, it, it does encompass the Fifth Amendment along with just um, the other parts, too. You know, you got to be treated fairly. Uh, your, your, your criminal, I mean, your sentencing, you can't be cruel and unusual punishment, all those things. So more than just the Fifth Amendment. Supreme Court, the death penalty, uh, they put a stop to it for a little bit and they brought it back and said, it's okay. That was Greg versus Georgia and Furman versus Georgia, those cases. Uh, and at this point, they've said it's okay. It is not cruel and unusual punishment. So states can't have it. It's a state-by-state basis. The federal government can have it also. Police searches, very broad thing here. Remember, there's three things that's needed for police to conduct a search. They need a warrant, which is a legal document from a judge. Uh, that gives them permission to search you, your property, whatever it is is listed on that warrant. They can have probable cause. Remember, that is they have to have been somewhere they can, they're supposed to be, allowed to be, and have uh, suspicion of a crime. And then they can ask your permission. Okay. Brown versus Board and Roe versus Wade. This was one of your written final options. So hopefully you, you have a pretty good idea of this. I think on the, the test is one of those side by side court case comparison things. Uh, Brown versus Board, remember, dealt with the 14th Amendment, uh, equal protection. Roe versus Wade dealt with the Fourth Amendment and the right to privacy and abortions. Okay, remember Brown versus Board was the integration of schools. Affirmative action. Remember, this is the um, attempt by the government to level the playing field for minorities and make sure that everybody gets treated fairly uh, and has a fair shot in jobs. It was it was needed really back in the 70s and 80s, uh, and it, it might still be needed to an extent. I think we've gotten better 
at least I'd like to think. I, I mean, I'm not in the real world. I'm here in my little classroom. Uh, so I'm not out there on the streets and actually seeing stuff. Uh, I, I'd like to think in my mind that it's 2020 and we're a little bit better and people aren't going to discriminate against you because of your race, religion, sex, and all that kind of stuff. I'm sure it happens still more than I, more than I would like to believe. Uh, but anyways, that's what affirmative action. Remember the Bach versus California case, the Bollinger versus Greta Craig case, the Fisher versus Texas case. All those things kind of dealt with affirmative action. Gideon versus Wainwright guarantees you a lawyer. Gideon was arrested. He was not given a lawyer because it was a misdemeanor. He was found guilty. And he appealed based on the fact that, hey, I, I should have had a lawyer. And uh, the Supreme Court agreed with him. He got a lawyer. And now, no matter what you're arrested for, still in a pack of bubble gum, you're arrested, ask for a lawyer. Civil Rights Act of 64, Voting Rights Act of 65, Civil Rights Act of 64. Uh, this is a kind of an all-encompassing thing. You cannot discriminate really anywhere based on race, sex, religion, all those things. Uh, it also was specific to uh, hotels, motels, restaurants, things like that. It also did some stuff for schools, said if schools are not integrating, then they can be punished, either lose money or their, their people uh, can be uh, get in trouble. So that's going to hasten school integration. The Voting Rights Act was specific for voting. It made it quicker and easier. I shouldn't say quicker and easier. It made it safer um, to register to vote for African-Americans. Okay. 49 violations of the 14th Amendment's Equal Protection Clause. This is a pretty broad thing here. Uh, yeah, the big one is, is Brown versus Board. Okay. Um, violating that. The, the main thing to know is equal protection just means, you know, law should be applied equally to everybody. It doesn't matter who you are, how much money you have, what color you are, what religion you are, what sex you are, what age you are, whatever. Okay. The law should be applied to everybody equally. And sometimes the courts have to determine if laws are being applied equally. Sometimes they're not. Okay. It's an unfortunate part of our history and important, unfortunate part of our, our lives, actually, that people aren't treated equally. All right. Uh, but that's the 14th Amendment. Free exercise was Wisconsin versus Yoder. I already talked about that with the uh, with up there at the top. Uh, so I'm not going to talk about Wisconsin versus Yoder again. If you have specific questions, then please let me know. Uh, quote from the majority opinion in Obergefell versus Hodges. And then uh, 52, 53 are also from that. So there's a quote you're going to interpret. Remember Obergefell versus Hodges. And I probably said that name incorrectly. And I apologize to Obergefell if I am. Obergefell, whatever. Um, but anyways, this was the same-sex marriage case, all right? Uh, the bottom line was some states were honoring same-sex marriages, others were not. So you could go to one state, get married as a same-sex couple, come back to your home state and not be recognized. So there was the problem. The Supreme Court is going to say that, hey, same-sex marriages are legal and that every state has to honor them. Um, and so that's, that's where that comes from. Now, on the test, if you get these quotes, you'll have to read the quote and interpret it a little bit. Title IX, remember, this is the equality in schools for boys and girls, all right? It's you know, not just schools, but sports. Uh, and it's supposed to level the playing field and make sure everybody gets equal treatment, similar to the Civil Rights Act of 1964. Civil liberties, remember, those are your protections in the Bill of Rights, and they are protections from the government. The government cannot take away these things. The government cannot come and unlawfully search and seize you. They cannot take away your freedom of speech. They cannot take away your freedom of religion. The liberties versus the rights. So liberties are protections from the government. Civil rights are the government providing the protection. Martin Luther King Jr. and his letter from a Birmingham jail. Remember, this was written to several uh, ministers who had questioned uh, him, questioning the law. And remember the kind of the famous quote from it, uh, paraphrasing here, uh, is that, 
what is it like injustice here is is injustice everywhere i can't now i'm butchering it and now i, I should have researched this a little bit better uh for the podcast because i was trying to do it off the top of my head and i cannot remember the quote exactly as it is but uh anyways it was the letter because while he was in jail he'd been arrested remember and um he was in jail and these these uh eight nine ten white ministers had written and put up just notes kind of admonishing Martin Luther King Jr. Uh, and he wrote about how inequality and injustice um, was not right. And that, that was the crux of it. Okay. Uh, what amendment and then what of what form of protest and then look at. So all these come from kind of the same. Uh, there's going to be a passage from letter from a Birmingham jail. What amendment would address his plea argument that would be the 14th Amendment equal protection. What form of protest did he advise? Remember, that was the uh, nonviolent civil disobedience where, hey, here's the law. We don't agree with it. We think it's unjust. So we're not going to follow it. And then a table from the Brown decision analysis. I think this table deals with the uh, the dolls. And we didn't talk about it. And uh, I don't remember seeing it in anybody's project. But they they uh, at the at the Brown versus Board of Education case, they brought out this doctor who or I don't, think, I don't know if they I don't know if the doctor actually testified but they brought a study out and in the study uh the doctor had had little kids play with dolls okay and uh he had the the brown dolls and the white dolls and things like that and the kids typically preferred to play with the with the white dolls and, and things like that in the study and and so that's what this is getting at if I remember correctly and um they're going to use that to, to say how you know it's not right, how these people are kind of how, how people are being brainwashed to think that you know uh, white was the only way, was the best way, was good, whatever you want to call it. And uh, there you go. All right, guys. Like I said in the last in my last podcast, I've enjoyed this semester, although it has been a really weird semester. Uh, there are many of you that I've never met. Uh, I've heard your voice occasionally, once or twice but I've not seen your face or vice versa, or I've never seen your face and heard you talk. So I have no, no clue who you are. Uh, but if you're one of those people that have turned in your work and done your tests and everything you're supposed to, I appreciate you. If you're one of those people that uh, has struggled, I still appreciate you. Um, and I hope things get better and uh, we can move forward and kind of start get back to normal. But anyways, guys, uh, take care. Best of luck on your other finals. Best of luck on this final. If I can help you out, if I can ever do anything for you, uh, I'm here for you. Okay. Just let me know. All right, guys, take care. I'll talk to you later.